0: hello and welcome to another brain fart
1: <laughs> sounds about right too
0: <laughs> this is the make america grape again podcast produced and recorded by cody Burkett, the arizona wine monk in this podcast we explore wines from all 50 states in the united states of america Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Make America Great Again podcast. I'm your host, Cody Vladimir Burkett, CSW.
1: I am Megan,
2: also CSW, and Vinny Vidi Drinky.
0: And I am James McNew, who's going to
2: Ireland on Saturday. Woohoo!
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, James is going to bring back uh, some Irish wines for us um, for our subset episode of Make Ireland Ireland Again, <laughs> um, thus showing my opinions of Irish politics. Anyway, uh, no touching. What we've got here today is South Dakota uh, with a red-ass rhubarb from Prairie Berry Winery. 90% rhubarb and 10% raspberry wine. Now, the cool thing, interesting thing about this bottle is that three separate people, when I mentioned I was starting this podcast, suggested this bottle.
1: Oh, specifically. Specifically
0: this bottle. Wheel. So uh, I was very pleased when I saw that they shipped. Nice. Uh, So I was able to acquire it. Very good. This is actually one of the the first ten bottles I acquired, and it's just been waiting around for it. It's really bright red, (laughs) very bright, almost cranberry red color, and I'm guessing that's the uh, raspberry. Yeah. So, moment of truth.
1: Oh, my goodness, that kind of smells like Christmas.
2: Yeah. Without, like, the spice rhubarb and raspberry but i'm getting cranberry reuben says oh my (laughs) read them and weep sir (laughs) yeah so vegetal Mm. yes well rhubarb is a vegetable
0: (laughs) yeah so that's kind of why i i also wanted to do this wine because uh how can you call this wine if it's made from a vegetable
1: well, but there's raspberry in it, so Yeah, but ten I mean, percent. Oh only ten percent. Okay never mind. Yeah. So this is ninety
0: percent oh. wine made from a vegetable.
1: Oh I bet it's better mm. than the tomato wine that somebody made. Because, Ouch. Because it was
2: it was a it was like a challenge. It does I don't mean this in a bad way, it does vaguely remind me of cough syrup, the bouquet. I, I could see that a bit. Yeah. Now, you have to understand that when I was a little kid, I loved the taste of cough syrup. So I was a little weird like that. But...
0: Yeah. Only then? <laughs> well, you know,
2: nowadays I can legally purchase something more effective.
1: By that, obviously, you mean
0: vanilla. Uh, I, I don't know how I feel about the nose of this.
1: It's really, like, sickeningly sweet, but tart at the same time.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like sweet. tart. It, it does remind me Actually, a little bit of yeah. Christmas.
1: Yeah, but like without like the spices, no cinnamon, no nothing like, like that sort of pine
0: thing. tree in winter with red berry. Yeah, um, there's
1: like a warm smell to it too. Yeah, like that. I feel like we. I said that in another podcast. I don't remember which one <laughs> it was though. It was just like had like a warmth.
0: Yeah, this, this makes me think of Christmas, even though. I have no associations with rhubarb before any. No, I don't either because I don't all.
1: even I don't think I've ever had rhubarb.
0: I know for a fact I've not. I have yeah.
2: Strawberry rhubarb pie, plus when I was a little kid, we did have rhubarb growing out in the back wild. This was up in uh, upstate New York. And my mom would use it in some recipes. It even looks thick. Like yeah. when
1: you swirl it. Like there's this is thick.
0: 10% alcohol smells more alcoholic. Speaking of, James...
2: Oh, label time, right? If you could read the label. But of course, this is the Red Ass Rhubarb from Prairie Berry Winery. (coughs) Our family has been hand crafting South Dakota wine since 1876, which incidentally is when Custer got wiped out with the 7th Cavalry not far away. We use ingredients native to the Great Plains and take pride in producing wines in the tradition of the American pioneer. Red Ass Rhubarb is a fun rhubarb wine made from snappy rhubarb and ripe raspberries. Serve chilled. Sandy Voita, fifth generation winemaker.
0: There we are. Yeah, this is also one of the oldest wineries in, in production. Uh... For sure, in South Dakota, if not in the entirety of the the North, so to speak. So thus far we have but sniffed it and
2: dissected it from an olfactory point of view, but I guess it's now time for the moment of taste. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh God! Wow, that's
0: weird. Mm. Oh God!
2: Mm. Oh, oh no! Mm. <coughs> Cops, cop syrup Jolly Rancher. With tangy.
1: Like, there's not, like, none of the sweet I was expecting.
0: There is some sweetness there and some residual sugar but the lurking tang. underneath, but, um. I mean,
2: this is. Wow, this is tang, man. This is Wu Tang. Ooh. Mmm. <laughs> <clears throat> But let me see. You know, typically when you get this kind of a shock reaction initially, you kind of become accustomed to it. It grows on you. Such is the case with the Chinese ice wine that we had. That's true. That was really, really alien and weird tasting stuff, but it grew on me and I really
0: enjoyed it. So let's see what Uh, happens. For for those who don't know, um, that episode has yet to be aired.
2: I want to... Make salad dressing out of this. <laughs> again, it's like a rhubarb. It's like a Jolly Rancher.
1: Yeah, but not sweet. Like it makes me kind of think of like
2: green is apple this just so rhubarb. Sour. Green because, apple rhubarb Jolly Rancher. It's
1: almost making my teeth hurt.
2: Yeah. Hmm. But again, like I said, a wine like this, um, if you can call it a wine, it might grow on. Yeah, I mean, how
0: are they making a wine out of rhubarb? Are they chapitalizing it and adding sugar? I mean, we, we, one of... it, hey, would you Google that? What? How to make rhubarb wine?
2: I once, uh, when I was a hookah smoker, I attempted to make rhubarb shisha, and that was an epic disaster. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I finally just made Ruben realize, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Him long enough. <laughs> you opened it?
0: You're like, you damn right. I reuben was supposed to be here on this podcast, um, but he isn't.
1: <laughs> but he isn't because apparently the weather was, uh, what,
0: what,
1: what were his exact words? Hold, hold, please. Ah, uh, yes, um, I might not make it. The weather looks ominous, um, it's sprinkled. Yeah. yeah. And was kinda windy.
0: It was an Arizona ten incher where uh, it was ten inches between the space of raindrops. Yep. Um. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's just, like He's like, Don't oh, my that looks so good. Ugh And I'm like, Do you know what they are? Can I
2: say this is developing? Yeah, now I'm getting cherry. I do get a a cherry.
0: I was getting
1: that too because when you were saying cough syrup, I'm like, I like cherry cough syrup, kind of a. a Now the
2: cough syrup effect is kind of diminished, and now it's becoming like cherry rhubarb again. Almost a little bit of mint too.
0: Yeah. It's not my jam. It's not my jam at all. But if you're snowbound in a
2: cabin in South Dakota in the middle of winter with 30 inches outside or more and, you know, you're in danger of freezing to death and this is the last
0: thing you have on earth to drink, it tastes pretty darn good. It would beat the alternative. Yes. I mean, From a, a winemaking standpoint, it's not a flawed wine either. There are no flaws to this wine. It's just that I'm not crazy about it right now. But we'll we'll see if it uh, develops. So Megan's going to Google the the making process for rhubarb wine while I read to you a little bit about the South Dakota wine industry, courtesy of WineSearcher.com. South Dakota, for those who don't know, uh, it's a state in the northern U.S. bordered by Montana to the west and Minnesota to the east. We should do Minnesota next. Okay. Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. Uh, Despite the challenges of the state's Harsh, unpredictable continental climate. There is a growing wine industry in South Dakota producing wines from Franco American hybrid grape varietals specifically created to withstand the cold. Most Vitis species cannot survive in these conditions, with the notable exception of Vitis riparia. In South Dakota, Frontenac, Concord, St. Croix, and Valiant. It's a great grape name, Valiant. A valiant grape! Ha <laughs> ha! are uh, the most important grape varieties. Of these, all but Concord have an element of vitus riparia in their breeding. The state covers just over 77,000 square miles, 200,000 square kilometers for the three international listeners, uh, and stretches between latitudes of 42 degrees north and 45 degrees north. Uh, which, interestingly, is the same uh, latitudes as Bordeaux and Tuscany, uh, but not at all similar climate. Uh, Dry summers and Arctic winds in winter do not suit viticulture, and during the growing season, hail, storms, and frost are a constant danger for growers. Uh, Despite the harsh Midwestern climate, viticulture in South Dakota dates back as far as the mid-1800s. Hello um, to Prairie Berry Winery. 1876. 1876 there. uh, When early settlers established vineyards in the Black Hills region of the state, home to the famous Mount Rushmore Monument, now the state is home to a small handful of wineries, mostly clustered around the city of Sioux Falls and in the Black Hills. The industry has been growing steadily since the passing of the Farm Winery Act in 1996, relying mostly on customers from local and out-of-state tourists. As most of the state is covered with other kinds of agriculture, such as corn and soybeans, vineyards tend to be on the smaller side. The largest cover only around 25 acres, or 10 hectares. At present, there are no American viticultural areas or AVAs in South Dakota, save for the state level Appalachian. Uh, as of 2018, there were around 15 wineries or vineyards who are members of the South Dakota Beverage Producers Association. The SDBPA supports the Northern Grapes Project, which I've never heard of until this. Um, I need to look into that, uh, which began in 2016. This undertakes research that grammar doesn't work. This pro- this project undertakes research and education concerning cold hardy grape varieties, grape growing, wine production, and marketing. And interestingly, most popular South Dakota wine in according to Wine Searcher is this wine here. Uh, the Prairie Berry Winery Red Ass Rhubarb. Uh, number two on the list is uh, the Prairie Berry Winery Calamity Jane Red. Mmm. She
2: was an associate of Wild Bill Hickok in the legendary town of Deadwood,
0: South Dakota. That's right. I had forgotten about that. So, how does one even make rhubarb wine?
1: Well, I found a recipe, and I would—I don't know if this is what they did, because this is weird. But it's basically, you take the rhubarb, chop it up, mix it in with a bunch of sugar, and oh. let it sit, kind yeah. of... And like mush it up, uh-huh. and then you mix in um, like cooled boiled water, and then strain that, and then add grape juice concentrate to it.
2: Huh. Interesting. So that does count as Yeah, Yes, so it's yeah. definitely
0: chaptalization.
1: Right, but it's like which makes very...
0: sense because I didn't think that there would be enough sugar in in, in rhubarb to, to really do a good fermentation. Yeah.
1: So it's like, but that. But then
0: again, but, when but you're that's adding well, grape... that's grape juice concentrate too
1: so that still makes it
0: well i don't know that that would be the case that sounds like a good home a home wine that's what this
1: is a home recipe so So i don't know so maybe
0: instead of the grape concentrate that's where the five percent ten percent uh ten percent excuse me raspberry of the raspberry juice is coming in to to help kick start that fermentation makes sense Actually, this has grown on me a little bit. But it's...
1: where would you get the all li- well, the liquid from? I mean, that's the same as the freaking avocado stuff.
2: Raspberry, well, you know, like, where do
1: you juice. get the liquid for that? Like, well, yeah, raspberry, yeah, but that's not going to be enough for this. Like, you would, I mean, do they water this? Like, is there water added in?
0: because right.
1: right. that's what I'm wondering. Like, it doesn't seem mm-hmm. like there'd be enough juice.
0: Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, because that one called for watering the rhubarb. Down,
0: maybe well, that maybe that is part of the process too. I, I don't know. Put in water. Um, they, they were reluctant when I said, How is this made? They like, Oh, we're, we're not gonna tell you. We don't talk about that. Like, I'm, I'm curious. As, as,
1: yeah, most of everything I'm finding is all like, at home recipes, which makes sense. I mean, yeah,
0: yeah, start somewhere, yeah, yeah, right, absolutely. And rhubarb wine is, I guess, a really popular thing. Um... I've seen Rhubarb Wines uh, for sale on different websites uh, in Alabama, in uh, Ohio, Pennsylvania, um, other wineries in South Dakota, Montana, uh, Wyoming. So it's a, a popular thing to me. This would go well over
2: vanilla ice cream. Say again? Do you think this would go well over vanilla ice cream? I think mean, that could be fun.
1: I was trying to think of desserts, because I feel like the, like the tangy
2: yeah, this
0: sour needs a note dessert. on this, like yeah. this
1: would go nice with a dessert. And it I'm needs not only just one. a
0: dessert, it needs a dairy dessert. It needs something right. with creamy character. Absolutely. And I think vanilla ice cream, I, I think, is a or, winner. Or
1: like a cheesecake.
0: There you go. Yeah. There like you that. go. That
1: was my first thought, was cheesecake.
0: Like a, a good vanilla cheesecake sure. could work with this really well. Yes. Uh, with a little bit of raspberry sprinkle on top, maybe. Raspberry drizzle. Yeah, this is not a wine that that should be drunk alone, I think. No. Uh, That is not this wine's role. And that goes back to to, uh, the conversation that we had with Gary when we were talking about uh, the Chardonnays and also about the avocado, um, the role of a given wine. Yeah. And, you know, we're doing this wine wrong, basically, right now. I just want to see if this works. Milk chocolate with caramel. I was going to say, are are you going to explain to... <laughs>
1: chocolate with caramel.
0: I just want to see if it works. That's it. I think this would work better with white chocolate than milk yeah, chocolate, but I don't but have but any. Well,
1: mm, I'm just <clears> interested <throat> with the caramel. It might be bad.
2: Nothing ventured, nothing gained.
1: I don't hate it. The the flavors are like separated. Like they don't
2: Yeah, they're, they're not they're blending not, at all. They're not blending at all. You know what the chocolate, the caramel, and this, it's almost like a Black Forest cake. Yeah. Not I, a bad combination
0: there. It's maybe. not a bad combination. Mm. That
2: might work. Yeah, let's
0: try it. I hate those types of chocolates, so go for it. Welcome to the Make America Chocolate Again podcast, <laughs> apparently, uh, in this episode. I have just exactly three white chocolate candies left. Then let's do it. However, two of them have... Okay,
1: kinky. So, these are the Amaretto ones. And then this one's, I think, just white chocolate. Yeah, this is just regular. <clears throat> <laughs> I was even better. If
2: there was a visual aspect to this podcast, everybody would Everyone just missed it. Yeah. yeah. So, so this uh, is
1: why this should be
2: filmed. Cody the, was engaged uh, in Mortal Kombat with a piece of plastic. Uh,
0: for the Cordial Cherry Raptor. 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 Yeah, wow. the, the Cordial Cherry Raptor tried to kill me Cordial. and suffocate me. It was the first attack to my arm, and I tried to wave it off, and then it went over my face.
1: Yep, it, was, it was. It was trying to kill you. <laughs>
0: white That's chocolate. That's good. Does it? Sweet. It worked. Right. So with the uh, white chocolate, I've got the amaretto.
1: Yeah, you guys have the same thing. I've got one with just almond.
2: So yes, pairing certain kinds of confections here has really mm. added a lot of dimension to this particular wine. Not bad. That really works. I'm guessing your guys's is better. All those flavors, the white chocolate, amaretto, oh. and the wine... They gel together quite nicely, I must say. Again, I mean, you're absolutely spot on. This is not really something that you want to drink by itself. It needs mm-hmm. to be augmented with something else. Yeah, it does work better with the Amaretto. Yeah, yeah it does. Nicely done. Yeah, I admit I'm i not crazy about this. I don't hate it.
1: I don't hate it either.
2: It's kind of grown on me a bit. I feel
1: like but. if you had this with one of those, um, like... "Quote unquote summer salads that have like fruit in it and like a raspberry vinaigrette or something. Those kind of like ones that have like, yeah, I can like see a sweeter the raspberry end, vinaigrette. but then with like you know like a like goat cheese or something sprinkled on top. This would be fantastic with that.
2: But I really dug that black forest cake effect with the chocolate okay.
0: caramel. Are you gonna say something crazy? Don't finish it." Mm. <sighs> Because it's working really fucking good with the cordial cherries. Ooh, I knew
2: it. To me, the cherry cordial filling almost nullifies the wine. Just fades out of existence. That's why Cody likes it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It definitely tones it down. But also, that chocolate adds a texture that's lacking Mm -hmm. in the wine. Mm -hmm. And that's the other thing about this wine that bothers me. Is that it doesn't really have a distinct mouthfeel. No. I won't say bothers, but that to me is hard to wrap around my head around this. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not really a mouthfeel there. All I'm getting is sweet and flavor, and the cher- the cordial cherries are are adding that texture there that is otherwise lacking.
1: I need something salty now. Jesus, mm-hmm. way too much sugar.
2: Well,
0: the, the... why don't you insult Reuben again? That'll get your salt going. I have been. We'll definitely <laughs> need to be
2: cleansing our palates for the next round.
1: Yeah, no kidding. I can make some popcorn.
0: Yeah, off I think would be
1: good. Yes. Yeah, I, t- I told him, because he's, said he's, <laughs> he's like, you want to save me some? And I said, nope, it's gone. And he says, I hope you took notes and sent a bunch of crying faces. I'm like, I just can't believe you bailed because it was sprinkling outside. <laughs> 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 he saw that and has still not responded. And that was...
2: It's going to be a while
1: for him to ago. live
0: that one down, I think. Yeah. Not my favorite wine of the podcast so far. But it's doable. It's not It's not a flawed wine. There are no flaws. No.
1: It's just, it's super different.
0: Yeah, and... I
1: don't think I've ever had anything that It's possible sour. if
0: you've grown up with a tradition where you were making rhubarb wine at home. Mm-hmm.
1: Or if you had rhubarb a lot.
0: Or if you've had rhubarb a lot, rhubarb yeah. pie, that sort of thing. Yeah. You now, I'm a desert rat. We don't have rhubarb, really, in Arizona. Mm-hmm. So I have no context for this. And maybe that lack of context here is what's throwing me off, But that's okay. Again, though, but I've had rhubarb, and
2: in this particular form, it's just uh, with the paired with the raspberry, the first impression was just utterly alien to me. But, again, it did grow on me after a few sips. Yeah. But, again, it's not something I would just sit down and casually drink for its own sake. It has to be paired with the right kind of dessert combination.
0: And, uh, our final tally, uh, Megan, how are you going to rate this on Vivino? Oh, shit. Um... Actually, we should see what the rating of this wine is on Vivino, hmm. come to think of it. Okay. Because we have the power!
1: I mean, I'd probably give it like a
0: three, three and a half. Yeah. I mean, it's not flawed. It's an objectively good wine in that term.
1: In what? It, yeah, for what it is, it's just like it's odd for us because this is not something we would normally have at all. Yeah, it's, it's not
0: something that, you know, to talk about what Gary was talking about when we were talking about the avocado wine... Um, we're not quite sure what the purpose of this wine is. Um, other than, I think, dessert. Dessert. Black Pairing chocolate cake.
1: Pairing yeah. with dessert. And Pairing. it's nice chill. Like, I feel like this would be really good when it's fuck off humid and hot and disgusting. Well, I, is it humid in South Dakota? I have no idea. Not either. But, I mean, I would think during the summer, if you chill this.
0: Yeah, maybe even, it could be now a little bit too warm.
1: And now, but it was like, when we first opened it, it was it was still... I mean, it's still kind of cool, because at least it's kind of cool right now in the yeah. house. Oh, wow, it's got four stars. Huh. It's on 3.9, so... Yes, um, objectively,
0: happy. it's not a flawed wine. No.
1: No. So, yeah, let's see. Is anybody... Oh, this is cool. It says, wow, this stuff is really good. Found it at a KOA site in South Dakota. Great taste to it. Definitely that rhubarb flavor. But good stuff. The periods of your favorite one. We'll try to order online sometime. Huh. Raspberry and rhubarb served chilled. I love the label.
0: <laughs> sweet. Yeah, that toy. label, by the way, is pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, it's It's, it's a
0: literally a toy. red donkey carrying <laughs> rhubarb and raspberries. Who
1: the f- This person. It's super sweet, but so unique that it's worth it. I'm sorry, this was sweet to no, someone? it was tart. No, this,
0: this is not sweet. It
1: smells sweet. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean like, there's there's hints of residual sugar, but it's not it's not sweet. This is tart. We've like, tasted
0: sweet wines mm, in this podcast. Mm-hmm. And this was not No 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 no. Not sweet. This was more tart. Just goes to show different strokes
2: for That's different the folks. speaking of
0: tartness, it wasn't acidic. And I'm used to wines with acidity too. That's another thing that I think has thrown me off of this wine. Again, yeah, not a bad thing, but it's just weird. Yeah. This is a weird wine. A weird,
2: wild, wacky wine. Radius Rhubarb! Vivino
1: categorizes this as a dessert wine. Well... I mean, to have with dessert, maybe. Yeah, I I don't know. (laughs) Dessert uh, in and of itself,
2: no, I wouldn't say that. I I
1: really like that it's very flat out on here, says not a wine. (laughs) (laughs) Much like the bottle of whiskey I have in my freezer.
0: Well, I mean, technically, according to TGB law, this is a wine. Yeah, but it's just made from vegetables. Which, again, you know, what is wine really? Yeah. How do you define wine,
2: James? Based upon the etymological origins of the word wine, made from grapes.
1: Yeah, I mean, an alcoholic beverage, you know, beverage made from grapes. I mean, I think that's technically the definition. That's why they say fruit wine. Even though it's kind of ironic because grapes are a fruit, but you don't call that a fruit wine. That's traditional wine. Yeah. Whereas anything else is a fruit wine.
0: I know in the UK, uh, wines. Uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess using fluffy air quotes here, uh, wines like this are classified as country wines. Okay. Hmm. Um, so it's a separate category in the UK. Well, that's the way. Uh, and do fruit it. wine is a separate category from country wine. So you have got. Uh fruit wines, country wines, and then
2: grape wines. No, again, I'm just being like Conan the Grammarian because wine comes from, you know, Venice vine, grape or whatever. Venus vinifera me,
0: Vitis vinifera, excuse yeah. me. Ah, me. but then what if about things sorry, I'm gonna be a Socrates to your whatever. Bah, <laughs> but if it's Vitis not Vitis vinifera, but coming from another vis vitis genus, it's still wine then. Like, say Pulling shit out of my bag here, this wine from Minnesota, made from three hybrid varietals that are not all Vitis vinifera. I don't know. I just,
2: I kind of clowned myself with that comment. No, uh, I'm just I just, you... to me, the bottom line is okay. Everyone in Athens felt
0: from... the same way when Socrates jumped their wine, throats. Wine is from grapes. There should
2: be another term that makes you know that's that, that, that defines and delineates the thing that we just drank.
1: Yeah, well, because it's like, yeah, cause wine is wine, It's like, and then you have beer, and beer is its own form of alcohol. Right. Vodka is its own form. Of, so it's like, yeah, I know, you're right. This should have a different, if it's not made from grapes, it Can should you have a different a name. Can you call it a cordial? I
2: mean... I don't know.
0: No, what, I mean. is the, what is the What is a cordial? Of? I have no Cordials idea what a cordial um, is. not that a hard liquor that's a good liquor? Liqueuer? it could be. I think yeah, so.
1: Never mind. Yeah, wouldn't that be kind of like port would be kind of a cordial? Not really, because it's
0: grapes, but... Well, um, look it up, I man. Exactly and I, and I would say no, port would not be a cordial, because um, you're adding in the spirits, the brandy, um, or basically unaged brandy, which is made from grapes, um, into the must uh, of the grapes during fermentation. So it's not providing that main facet. It's providing what's, I mean, it's making it into a port, but it's not like a massive percentage of the port. It's It's, not this brandy.
1: So this very short definition is, says another term for a liqueur. Yeah. So we're talking
0: hard liquor. So yeah, this would not be a a cordial.
1: So liqueur, that's like, um, uh, like limoncello is liqueur, right? Okay. So like sweet, but made from
0: hard alcohols.
2: Yeah. Well, so, yeah. let's just call it wine again.
0: I'm well, not... I, I like the UK definition right. of calling country things like this country wine.
2: Yeah, but it's still
1: using wine. Like, it should technically have its own thing instead of being, all oh, fruit wine. It's like, well, grapes are a fruit. So that's silly. So, yeah, I feel like anything... And it's clearly not a
0: mead. There's no honey involved.
1: Right, no. Cause, and that's another thing. It's like it's another form of alcohol that has a different name because it's made of a different thing. And it's like they're all just fermented items, technically. But they all have different names based on what they were made from. So, in effect, then yeah, fruit wines should have a completely different name.
2: Okay, I'm going to invent a term. I'm just going to call yes. a fructine. A fructine? Yes. Like made from fruit, something fancy-sounding. But, but,
0: but, 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 this but, is a vegetable. God, is this one, again, this one on
1: its own is just no, no, no. fuck off. So, no, 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 because...
0: we've, we've got a term for... Fruit wine, fructines. Yes. Now we need to come up with a wine for... I just pulled that out of my red ass, by the way. Ah. Ah. So now we need to come up with a term for uh, a spirituous liqueur, um, which is the official definition of liquor made, according to the TTB, has weird, Um, made from vegetables or not fruit and not grapes and not honey.
2: About just a vegetal. It's kind of bland sounding, but yeah. Could you call it a
0: spirit? A, rhubarb, a vegetal a, a ru- spirit.
1: Vegetal spirit or rhubarb spirit? But spirit technically implies heavier. And, and it doesn't. Insp-
0: it does imply distillation.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Never mind.
0: So. Um,
1: hmm. So yeah, you would. I mean, you would have to come up with something completely from scratch.
0: Country booze. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that just. Sounds more like uh, Moonshine. Moonshine, yeah.
0: Um,
2: Robotasson.
1: Oh my god, no! <laughs> oh my god. I don't think you can get away with that.
0: The, the copyright lawyers... I in was going to say, I wrote... think Robotasson will be on you real fast. Or they're
1: going to yeah. just adopt it and then want royalties.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, this is an artisanal-made cough syrup spirit. Yes. Uh, infused with homeopathic herbs and essential oils. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think we, we we've like the people in a Socratic dialogue that are fighting that are arguing with Socrates. I think we've come to an impasse. Yes, yes indeed. we we can't figure out how to define this. This will require this specific... much more deliberation. I'm afraid. Yeah, because you
1: don't come out. Off... Okay, I mean, what other vegetable wine? I mean, have you even heard of, aside from, I know that to- tomato wine was a thing.
0: Well, tomatoes botanically are a fruit. However, I do know a winery that, as an experiment, made a wine out of aloe and uh, prickly pear pads. No palitos. Mm. Not, not out of the fruit, though.
1: Well, no, I'm just saying, ooh. Prickly pear no, wine I... is delicious. Oh, I've never tried
0: it. Uh, prickly pear fructine. Fructine. Yes, yes, yeah, to, to use the, the term that we have adopted, forthwith.
1: Is that a fruit, technically? I guess so. The oh. fruit
0: is, but this is made from the pads. The what? So as a prickly pear, not only does it have the fruit, but it has the pads, the green parts that... Oh, okay.
2: Can I take a cheap shortcut? Can we just call this a demi-fructine? A demi-fructine. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: in what sense
2: is do you define demi? Because there is some fruit in it.
0: Oh. Yeah, for this one, we can for call it demi-fructin. Yes. We, we Demi- totally can because of the raspberries. And uh, but bold what,
2: but
0: what, what about a true 100% rhubarb wine or this aloe nopolitos wine that I'm talking about? Which is the only other vegetable wine I know of off the top of my hand. Although I have heard of people making carrot wine.
1: I would try that. Because then I could drink it and be like, no, it's good for my eyes. That's why I'm drinking it.
0: A vegetaline. I don't know. A vegetaline?
2: Yes. again, We're making words up <laughs> here. But I like that, I like fructine, I like demi-fructine. I think these have a future How charts. about a
0: veggie cert as opposed to a veggie mite?
2: Ayota
1: Vita
0: And On that note.
1: Call it Lucy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll call it a Lucy. Cheers. Cheers! Make America grape again. This was an episode of the Make America Grape Again podcast, sponsored, produced, and recorded by Cody Burkett, the Arizona Wine Monk. You can reach us at Podcast at gmail.com, on Instagram at, at theazwinemonk, or on Twitter at cvburkett. Be sure to also check out our website, Podcast.com.